0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Conspiracy Underground. We are the Conspiracy Underground news team and the tag team champions of the podcast world. I'm the lunatic fringe, the left lip ghost, and with me is the radical one, the right lip, Ryan Dean. How are you? How was your weekend? Go Pack Go.
1: Hey, that was a good game, man. They they really showed out. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, if you, if you believe in the rigging of sports... Uh, that was a pretty pretty uh, unsuspecting win for them. So Very. Definitely cool. Hopefully, you guys aren't hearing that woodpecker that's hitting my window. I'm going to scare his ass off as soon as I'm done talking. But, yeah, man, it was good, dude. I mean, your uh, quarterback, I, what's it, Jordan Love? Is it Jordan?
0: Jordan Love, yes. And uh, I kind of said this in the beginning of the season. I think it was the first game. I watched the highlights. Man, this kid had to have st- – I mean, he studied. He studied because he reminds me of w- watching him play – there's times I don't know if he's Brett Favre or Aaron Rodgers. He, he's like a perfect blend between the two, throwing off his back feet, throwing off no feet, just throwing throws that you're like, oh, my God, that's just going to be fucking, who, is, who are you even throwing to? Him? And they're lasers. And it's like, holy shit. This kid, once his nerves settled down from, from the beginning of the season and right after uh, Thanksgiving, man they, they just he he got laser focused and I, he has a he has a long career ahead of him if he stays healthy and and keeps on improving but yeah it, they shocked the shit out of me I, well i told you i was like i don't know if i want to watch maybe i will you know when i don't watch they win if i do watch i'll jinx them well i ended up you know streaming it and right out the gate i was just like holy shit holy shit
1: man they look good right away i mean they they uh They threw a curveball to the Cowboys right away. And again, you know, if you're not into sports, like, sorry, we'll move on pretty quick. But they threw a curveball because, you know, the Cowboys are the number one scoring. They have the number one scoring statistics for the first quarter. Mm -hmm. So keeping the ball out of Dak Prescott's hands, I mean, like, you know, they're expecting to get the first first ball. And then they go right down. The Packers go right down and just score on them right away. You know, 70 yards or whatever it was. I mean, that that was the momentum right there. And then, like, interception, pick sixes. I mean, it was wild. And then the Detroit Lions won their first playoff game in 32 years after that.
0: Yeah, which was – I don't know. It it was weird. I kind of felt bad for Matthew Stafford. You know, he's he's returning home, you know, to where he started. And, you know, he kind of got some shit from from some fans and what have you. But, man, he he took a hit that he got – I swear he was, he was knocked out for a minute or so, like, or a couple seconds. You know what I mean? He just, boom, and he just lay in there. He he got up, but no, no concussion or whatever, but it was a pretty hard hit. And, uh, you know, he's a tough kid. Well, tough guy. Shouldn't say a kid anymore. But I was kind of, tough little boy. Kind of rooting for the, for the Rams because I'm not a, you know, <laughs> Detroit's a, a rival. So, you know, not, wasn't going to root for him. Yeah.
1: Yeah, man. I, uh, I, I sucked in my bets this weekend. Just did a horrible job, so we'll lick our wounds. We'll come back stronger next week. But, um, yeah, man, I got all kinds of different stuff. I got some fun stuff. I got stuff sent by Matt from The Great Deception. I got stuff sent by the usual suspects, Victoria, Diane, hmm. Matthew. Um, the crazy Canuck sent me some really cool oh, stuff. Nice, nice. And there's there's another guy, Jim, I think it is. That sent me something really interesting, too. Yeah, Jim. I won't give out his last name, but um, cool guy, seems okay. like. Sends stuff. I miss a lot of stuff that people send, you know, but um, I w- once you know I have some time to look, you know, like 30 minutes before we start or whatever, I can find some pretty cool stuff. So if I don't get back to you guys, I'm sorry, but I will try to always give credit every single time.
0: Well, yeah, and uh, I got some stuff sent to me by some of the same people. Which is good, uh, and then <laughs> I I won't play a couple of them on here. But you know, Matt always sends some really funny shit. Um, you know, from behind the scenes type shit. It's like, man, I wish I could play this. And, you know, you, you sit there and watch, kind of, kind of like the shit you and I send back and forth now and again. It's like, you know, you, you just sit there and laugh your ass off. It's like, oh, this is this is great.
1: Yeah, I mean, we'll start off with something funny. Um, I got back-to-back Alex Jones clips, and then we'll get into some serious stuff. But, yeah, man, I I mean, I got this pink salt thing, this Himalayan salt, that would be, I mean, it's a really interesting theory. So all kinds of different fun stuff. And, uh, you know, Martin Luther King Day, we don't need to be too serious. We can have some fun.
0: Right. Absolutely.
1: Whenever you're ready, I will share the Alex Jones clips first. Yeah, let's do it. get us off on the right foot. Yeah, let's do it. All right, here we go. (laughs) I just like this one.
0: Let's rape possums are you going to share your screen oh you can't hear it no you got to share your screen
1: oh that's right (laughs) i'm sitting
0: sitting here waiting i'm like where's it at i want to add it i want to add it
1: (laughs) oh yeah dude yeah uh you got to hear what he's saying man it's like pedophiles just existing and then me And it's, you know, goes to... So here we go.
2: I like women with big, giant tits and big asses. I don't like kids like you goddamn rapist f heads In fact, like
3: this, you fucks are going to get it, you fucking child molesters. I'll fucking get you in the end, you fucks. Now we're done right there.
1: (laughs) So good. And then we'll just go... We'll go right into another one here with, uh, you know, on the first date... With Alex Jones here. Oh, boy.
3: I'm a pioneer. I'm an explorer. I'm a human, and I'm coming. I'm animated. I'm alive. It's big. It's blood. going through it fast. I like to fight, too. I like to eat. I like to have children. (laughs) I'm here. I got a life force. This is a human. This is what we look like. This is what we act like. This is what everybody was like before us. This is what I am. I'm a throwback. I'm here. I've
1: got the fire of human liberty. I'm setting fires everywhere, and humans are turning on everywhere. I'm a pirate. <laughs> just imagine going a, on a dinner date with somebody, and you're just going off like that.
0: Ah, uh, yeah. Let's rape possums. That would uh, that'd be crazy. Um, <laughs> I don't know how this guy does not have an aneurysm. <laughs> just be, you know what I mean. Anytime you see him, he's just so worked up. You can just feel the blood pressure in him inside you. It's it's nuts. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. It's pretty bad. It is bad. But um, okay, serious stuff now. And some of these are really fun. Like I said, um, this is a Himalayan salt theory. So you know, think about next time you're having uh, some of that Himalayan pink salt, what it might be.
0: Okay. Let me uh, oop, let me add it. My, actually, can you start it over?
1: Yeah, what happened?
0: Uh, I was I was not paying attention. Oh, Okay, there, there
1: we go. go. Y'all know what this is
2: right here? You
1: guessed it, giants.
2: Or is it?
0: Nobody knows. Hmm. Watch this.
2: Is it really
3: that hard to believe that these pink salt mines could be petrified giants? Look at how close it resembles our own human anatomy. The average adult body contains 250 grams of sodium, less than nine ounces or about the amount of three or four salt shakers. But remember, they are not human. We're talking about giants. They had their own anatomy and their own sodium levels were much higher and resulting in more salt in their giant bodies. Now, did they petrify instantly? as a punishment of some kind or are they still aging and the rocks and the pink salt we have today, are there the remnants of their long lost existence just something to think about I swallow fish
1: Did I... do you want... what do you think?
0: that's crazy, I mean if giants are real or were real um, there is a lot of evidence that does point to that uh, you, you... I don't know. It, 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 is that why it's healthy for you? You know what I mean. Like they they say this Himalayan pink salt's supposed to be healthy. Well, it's of these giant breeds, and and they could be you know descendants of of angels and gods. You know the Nephilim and what have you. you even though some say the Nephilim were were bad, I don't know. It's 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 interesting.
1: Yeah, I think it's cool. They really do look like mussels sometimes, you know, or mm-hmm. or just like. I don't know. Those layered ones look pretty wild. So I don't know. It's just one of those fun things. Um, let's move into something sent, believe, by uh, Victoria. Um, and then I want to – I know that we know a lot about this, uh, the dumbs and stuff, but I have a link pulled up here that was kind of shared on this uh, page, and it was kind of cool, sent by Tyson as well. Okay. Um, I think Tyson sent me that salt one there too. But, yeah, let's check this out. This is uh, Ramaswamy. And we're gonna go through the video, but then like I, I wanna to point to something when they talk about what uh Ramaswamy was studying when he I think he was when he was at Harvard. She doesn't even touch on this but and she doesn't have it highlighted, but just look under what he was studying, what he wrote his main like thesis on. It's wild. But yeah, here we go.
4: So I think I figured out how they're going to curtail the 2024 U.S. election. And it's going to come in the form of a Trojan horse by the name of Vivek Ramaswamy. Let's do a deep dive into this guy and all the claims that he makes and then the actual truth behind who this guy is. So let's start off with just a simple search and Wikipedia just to see what his handlers have to say about him. You see, Vivek actually went to St. Xavier High School, which is affiliated with the Jesuit order. Those of you who don't understand how evil that order is, I suggest you do a deep dive in there. Then they state that he went to Harvard University, where he received a Bachelor's of Arts in biology, which would mean the Bachelor's of Science. You know what? Your handlers are really bad and they screwed that up, but that's fine. Well, you also see that while he was in college, he actually liked to perform Eminem covers and his alter ego... So, not stage name, alter ego, and we all know how that goes in Hollywood, was the VEC. Really weird. But then he went to intern for a hedge fund and an investment bank at Goldman Sachs. I mean, if that doesn't scream an ins.
1: So, he wrote his senior thesis on the ethical questions raised by creating human animal chimeras.
4: The law school oh. he was actually awarded a fellowship by the paul and daisy soros foundation that's george soros brother i don't know about you guys but if i see george soros that is a huge red flag but you see then it even gets worse because apparently while he was in law school at yale he started a two billion dollar company I know. I mean, the guy is a genius, right? Almost like he's being sponsored and paid by someone. Now, the company that he made was a pharmaceutical company called Royvant. And boy, is there a lot on that company. Let's get into it. Now, what's interesting is Royvant is actually suing Moderna and Pfizer over patented COVID vaccine technology, the nanolipids specifically. But then it gets even weirder. Now, it gets even better because the company um, partnership companies with Roy Vant, Arbitus, and Genavant are actually facing lawsuits from Acu- Acuitas Therapeutics. Now, what's interesting is Acuitas Pharmaceuticals is actually here in Canada, in Burnaby, B.C., and it has been rumored that Justin Trudeau has investments in it through a bunch of shadow companies and that he might be guilty of basically racketeering. But what's also interesting is Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation have put in a lot of money into that Acuitas Therapeutics company. Now, you also claim that you're against BlackRock, Vanguard, J.P. Morgan, and all of those big corporations who like to push ESGs and, you know, things like that. But, but why do they have huge stakes in your company? Let me show you. So, JP Morgan Chase and Co. also increased their price objective on Roy Van Sciences from $14 to $16. Interesting. Oh, look, BlackRock, also a major institutional investor and hedge fund player themselves, increased their ownership in your company by 4.1%. Huh, weird. Now, let's debunk his whole anti China spiel, right? He says he's anti China, anti this, but it just so happens that he actually started two companies. In China, and has Chinese investments in them. Let me show you. So, you launched companies out of China and formed partnerships with Chinese firms. Those two Chinese firms are investors. Interesting. And here you are saying, well, we need a vaccine to basically curtail the pandemic. Interesting. Oh, Reuters actually wrote an article about how Royvant, your company, and Pfizer teamed up on an inflammatory disease drug. Lol. Now, you're also saying that you would like to, you know, basically curtail all of these like big corporations that have ESG agendas. So you started a venture called Strive Asset Management in 2022, where you partner up with PayPal. PayPal. You know, the guys that actually put in, if you speak online, we can take away your account. And then they kind of took that off and then silently put it back into their policies while everybody went back to sleep. Yeah, those guys. Now, let's look at your ties to the World Economic Forum, where you said you sued them so you can get their name off of their website. But how did it get there, Vivek? Would it be because you're part of the Milken Institute, which is the WEF basically official, but for the Americans, yeah, it is. By the way, your handlers forgot to erase that off the internet, and I found it. So let me show you. You see here, it is said that they wanted to actually give you an awesome little trophy, and they put Milken Institute. Then I found you on Milken Institute, where you are basically saying how everything with the pandemic and the vaccine, blah, blah, blah. You see, the Milken Institute was founded in 1991 in the United States. And it is basically similar to the World Economic Forum, which was made in Switzerland in 1971. You guys basically do the exact same things, just on different like landscapes. But here's where your PR team really, really screwed up. It was the shirt that says, save Trump, vote for Vivek, where I figured out that you are basically running this show. You have no platform. You have no political platform. You have no idea what you're doing. You even said it yourself that you're basically just there to have debates on stage. Um, but you're going to steal votes from Trump so that the Democrats can steal the election again you're basically a corporate trojan horse and you are repeating everything that we have said online and it's really funny that elon musk the guy who opened the floodgates to basically open speech who has been copying everything we're saying you are now repeating everywhere on those stages interesting but this is where your handler screwed up See that little thing that says save Trump, vote for Vivek, or vote Vivek? Here's the thing. I believe that your handler might be a Jesuit order guy, and I think you should fire him. Because as a PR manager, he's really, really bad. And I'm starting to actually feel sorry for you guys, because you guys are screwing up so bad and making rookie mistakes. And all I have to say is maybe give me a call, DM me on Instagram, and I can give you some pointers. Okay?
1: So I don't know why she would want to help the guy if he's so bad, but... A lot of interesting information, huh? It yeah. kind of dragged on longer than I had thought.
0: Well, I th- I think uh, I think her last comment was more sarcasm. Uh, no, no, c- Canadians, you know, they they got that dry British humor a little bit, but uh, she speaks a lot a lot of truth. Um, she was just recently yeah, yeah. on uh, uh, Andrew's show, uh, punk rock and politics, and dropped some oh, hammers nice. and, and what have you. Um, she, I think she might have her own independent news media type deal but uh yeah she's not i mean we've been kind of saying the same thing here on this show you know and and a couple episodes ago i kind of said i think he's out there gunning for uh doing trump's bidding in a in a roundabout way and now this kind of comes out and it's like wait a minute i think i might have had that a little bit backwards like he's pretending is what it's looking like. Cause I guess Trump came out and, and blasted him on probably true social or something. He, he wrote a post and, and this and that and saying, you know, you, you did good kid. You, you said a lot of good things, but uh you, you're, you're basically in, in, I'm just going to put my own words in there. You're a bitch and you're just trying to steal votes from me and a vote for you is a vote for a Democrat. So yeah, I mean, he, he he's he's we we he's been a slime ball since since day one. We we we've been on top of him. He's he's been the cunt for a while.
1: He has been the cunt before. Yes. For sure. Um okay, let's go here to uh Clipton Matt sent. Changing gears here. Remember, all of these gentlemen
2: have testified in front of Congress under oath. Eric Hecker. Sean. So you were a contractor for Raytheon, which
1: Raytheon, how would you describe Raytheon? Raytheon is a military industrial contractor that normally is making weapons and targeting systems for the military, and oddly enough, had a contract to provide Jano services at the South Pole Station. From 2010 to 2011,
2: you were a tradesman and firefighter in the South Pole. Antarctica is a contractor for Raytheon. You spent 366 continuous days at the south pole you were experimented on as a child and trained to be a remote viewer correct through a program called stargate project um a submarine service in the navy plumber for the wealthy elite on long island prior to raytheon and experience with ufos yes you were
1: in the south pole from 2010 to 2011 let's talk about what you were doing down there i was contracted for the summer season as a plumber I did well enough in my summer season to garner a winter contract as well, which got me my full year's stay. I was also tasked with being a firefighter. I was a lead on the firefighting team, and because of that dual role capacity, I physically held a key that opened every single door in the facility. I had complete access to every compartment they manufactured. Remember, so, I mean, it's just the start of it, but it's pretty interesting. South Pole.
0: Well, um I'm I'm sitting here looking back through we covered this uh a while ago on here. And I played the yeah, I played the clip of him actually testifying um in front of I don't know if it was um Congress or whatever. Well, I guess it doesn't go back that far. Apparently after a while it starts deleting stuff. So um yeah. I don't see it, but I know we brought it up because uh, as soon as I saw that uniform, I was like, oh, I remember this guy. He, uh, yeah, he, yeah. he, he was the one that was saying about all the earthquakes, and uh, it uh, was around Turkey. He, he was kind of speculating, but he, he was saying New Zealand, and then we kind of was like, it was right around the Turkey earthquake, or, or was it Turkey that had that big earthquake? Somewhere over there. And all those people fucking died, and we're like, well, maybe it's the same technology, and then a couple of weeks ago, there was another uh, earthquake that triggered a tsunami over near Japan, I believe it was. And I was sitting there thinking, hmm, I wonder if this is that, that same technology, and then Matt sends you this, and it, I don't know, maybe kind of confirms what I was kind of thinking in, in the back of my head, but there was so much else going on in the news at the time that it just never got brought up here on, on, on the show.
1: Okay. Yeah, I, he vaguely looked familiar to me, but I just didn't remember what he was saying, so I figured uh it's a it's an interesting share. Uh, yeah, it sounds like there's a lot more there though, but um
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think we played like it, a two or three part clip of him. Okay. Um
1: do you know do you remember last week or last time uh I shared this girl that you can see over here to the left of the screen uh asking about suing the FDA?
0: Um I, are you asking if you played it? Yeah. I think you might have. Just go ahead and play it and I'll tell you real quick. Because I know you played the middle one.
1: And
5: actually, because I do believe that the Delaney amendment has to do with the FDA making sure that they keep poisons out of our food. And if they're not, hmm, why don't we ask Alexa, Alexa? Can we sue the FDA under the Delaney Amendment? From substack.com. Once FDA approved and licensed, you can sue. Hmm. Alexa, what's the Delaney Amendment? The Delaney Amendment is an amendment to the US Food, Drug, and Cosmetic Act that prohibits the use of carcinogenic food additives. It was enacted to protect the public from cancer-causing substances in food. Well, my friend. Why don't you DM me? I think we got something here. Hashtag
4: retirement plan. Approved by Alexa.
1: Pretty interesting.
0: Yeah, it is. I
1: don't know why we haven't sued yet.
0: I I don't either. Those, I gotta be honest, those Alexa videos leave me feeling a little sketch.
1: Yeah, they do sometimes to me too. Because
0: the thing that gets me, and maybe maybe it's it's me uh always picking apart or listening to audio too close. Her audio almost you could tell is just picked up by her phone in in her living room or wherever she is There's a nice echo, but as soon as alexa talks it it Alexa sounds like she's in a fucking studio, yeah, you know what I mean it's true. supposed yeah. to be hey alexa da 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 da. I don't know yeah and there's the other ones that alexa is uh is there gonna be a 2024 election and they alexa says no a civil war martial law dah, 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 dah. and it's like i don't know it, it it i don't trust them but that information is very worth looking into and researching on your own to see if if there is truth behind that and if there is by all means uh Follow your gut. If you want to sue, sue. Uh, we know they put uh, TSP, which is a, a highly, uh, very powerful cleaning agent, in our, our, our cold cereals and shit. And that's just that's just cold cereal. You know what I mean? And uh, I don't know. And it, but it's they they say they oh well got to prevent it from uh, causing cancer. Well, I'm pretty sure that would probably cause some some pretty bad illnesses
1: yeah yeah that's, that's kind of the way that they go about fluoride too right i'm um, saying that it's you know you oh, need to use it because uh, the other stuff is way worse um but yeah so check this out i i've got this here this is pulled up from an article from that i found on um uh, this was sent to me by tyson um talks about deep underground military bases and it's a pretty cool article i'll have to remember to share it it's with uh the telegraph okay um what is this tesla telegraph
0: big fan of dumbs
1: they're fun they're Mm -hmm. fun to look into yeah um but yeah i mean it talks about the purpose like what what could uh what could there be like why would they want all of these tunnels um gets into aliens you know contact with aliens ufo sightings as evidence um government secrecy and cover-ups dumbs as secure research facilities so you know what are the what are the reasons that these things are around and it's pretty cool it's a really easy read um all kinds of different information in here and it's a a, got a lot of shit new world order agenda um talking about the control that, that i don't know what do you think the dumbs are used for do you think it's all this stuff or do you think that there's a specific reason or maybe each each dumb is different has a different purpose
0: the military mind in me says each dumb would probably be a little bit different. Um, I do believe they exist. I do believe you know we, we have to you know be able to store. I mean, one of the biggest dumbs that people know about is NORAD, and that used back in the day when I was a little kid, NORAD and and knowing about that that was a conspiracy all in of itself. You know, people are like, oh, that doesn't exist. That's and then. You know, fast forward, you know, 15, 20 years, and they're like, oh, yeah, in Cheyenne Mountain, we have this big military base, and right there, Cheyenne, you know, Cheyenne Mountain Complex, NORAD, is in there. So, you know, they do serve purposes. Obviously, I, you know, you get into the, there's supposed to be a high-speed rail under there. They're all connected. You got alien technology. It The government is into so much stuff that, that even... Even, I mean, a lot of your high brass on, on a normal installation isn't read in on, on a lot of this, you know what I mean? So they wouldn't even know, uh, kind of like with area 51, you know, if you're working there, you only know what you need to know to work there. You're not going to know anybody else's shit. So could they be storing? I mean, if nuclear weapons are, are real, uh, I tend to believe they are, um, you got to storm somewhere, you know what I mean? And, you know, not just that, but, you know, food in case of, you know, dire emer- disaster, whatever. I don't know. I know they exist. I just, I don't know how much into the, and, and, and it's not me poo-pooing on it because I would love to believe it. It's part of my, you know, belief in aliens and what have you. You hear different shows back in the day that, there was people interviewed that worked in a certain place and this, you know, Nordic kind of alien was down there and yada, yada, yada. But he looked he looked just like us. And I don't know. It's 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 weird. That's what makes it so fascinating to look into to the topic.
1: Yeah, dude, I, this is really interesting to look at. This is like a really primitive Viet Cong underground military base. You see mm. those.
0: Um. All I see is a military installation entrance.
1: Okay. Let me just get back to this. Oh, that's right. It popped up into a different window. Okay. okay. Yeah, dude. This is pretty cool looking, man. Um. Let's see if this is it. Nope. this is it right here. Share. Yeah, check this out. This is uh, north of Saigon. Oh, yeah. So there's like a little fighting bunker. There's all kinds of tunnels. Um there's a quick read right here we can it says twenty miles northwest of Saigon was the Iron Triangle and the adjacent Chu Chi Chi. Sorry, that's that's interesting name, huh? Coochie. I'm not even kidding. C U C H I Coochie. Sounds like a good uh, probably a wet place.
0: Yeah, good time. Through.
1: Um, this is the Kuchi uh, the District. Here, since 1945, the Viet Cong and their village sympathizers had labored to construct an incredible maze of multi-layered, many-chambered tunnels. Its existence was a matter of geology, geography, and tactics. The soil itself uh, was some kind of clay. I can't really read that word. It was ideal for tunneling since it did not crumble and formed a brick-hard, impenetrable surface. The tunnel served as a storage and assembly area via a geographic oddity. A protruding figure of Cambodia pointed towards the Iron Triangle in Saigon. Uh, Munitions and infiltrating guerrillas moved from sanctuaries in Cambodia to the secure concealed assembly areas in the tunnels. Allied uh, Allied strategists well understood this and viewed the Iron Triangle as a dagger pointed at Saigon. However, they failed to appreciate the tactical importance of the tunnels. They had a higher purpose than mere concealment. Communist doctrine decreed, If the tunnels are dug so as to exploit their effectiveness fully, the villagers and hamlets will become extremely strong fortresses. The enemy may be several times superior to us in strength and modern weapons, but he will not chase us from the battlefield because we will launch surprise attacks from within the underground tunnels until well past Tet, uh, this proved to be exactly the way that the VC operated
0: from the tunnels. Yes, yeah, so that was so, the the yeah. Tet the Tet offensive. Okay. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not yeah familiar, these uh these tunnels uh really kicked our ass in Vietnam. Uh. The, they, there was a certain type of soldier they ended up nicknaming uh, tunnel rats uh, they would go in and try and clear out some of these tunnels and Mojave is really super dangerous job because there was booby traps around, oh, yeah. around every corner you know you didn't know but this is what kind of kicked our ass is we'd be fighting them in these jungles and we'd go run up and, and try to secure where they were and there was no trace of these, these Viet Cong and you couldn't, there wasn't, it was really hard to even see where their entrances to these, these tunnels were. And next thing you know, they'd pop out of another tunnel and they'd be behind you opening fire again. And it, it took a while for us to figure out what was going on to eventually, you know, go down and try and clear out these tunnels and, and see what kind of, uh, you know, shit that they were trying to use against us, which was, you know, they, they took a very primitive uh, technology and was kicking our ass for a while with it.
1: Yeah, I mean dude, you're explaining exactly what this thing is talking about like if you look right here there's tunnel rat surface unit. It's hard it may be hard for you to see but there's a couple guys in like green uniforms Americans. Okay. looking down right here and then there there was false tunnels with booby traps in them. Mm-hmm. So imagine that fucking job man, like no wonder these dudes are doing so much LSD. They have to go climb through tunnels to try to kill these people. Mhm. Like that's terrifying. Yeah. So yeah, man. Um but yeah, there's all kinds of shit in here. There's a well, there's a little dormitory, um like bunk beds, hospital underground. Um and it's all super primitive. The munitions area, air shafts. Um pretty interesting another punji trap, not sure what that is, but and then it all comes from a fighting bunker. Oh, the so p- usually there's the- a bunker and then What was it you know, the p- separate-
0: Poon- Chi trap?
1: Poon-G, it looks like Pungi,
0: P-U-N-G-I. Yeah. That's where that's where they would uh trap the poontang.
1: Oh, yes, in the city of Kochi. Yes. I still can't get over that's actually the name <laughs> of the the district. I mean, I don't know, I clever I guess, but I don't know if you had anything that you wanted to share before uh, we can kind of ping-pong it back and forth here. Yeah,
0: let me let me look what what's going on over here and uh pull up something. But yeah, those those Tunnel Rat dudes, man, I I don't know. It, they, had, they had big balls. That's all I have to say is they had big fucking balls. Um, I'm going to play something um, on my end. And let me back this up here. I want you to see if you can pick out anything. And... <laughs> I think you have an eye for it, and I think you'll 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 see it. So, what do
1: we got? What do we got? Suspense is killing me. I know. I'm horrible. ¿Está pasando en Madrid?
0: Says what's going on in Spain? Okay, it has this like molten lava type crack in the ground. But pay attention. See this lady? She's supposed to be in hazmat gear, right? Yeah. Okay. We'll back this up a little bit.
1: You can mute it actually because she's speaking Spanish. I don't know if we can pause it.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna try get a good right there. So she's in hazmat gear. Is her hose just loose? Okay, that's one. Do you see do you see where her glove and her her uh, sleeve meet
1: yeah it's, it's not sealed
0: fully exposed yeah propaganda 101 huh so is Weird. it is I wonder it,
1: what they're trying to push or what they're trying to
0: I don't know do. I it, it, that just kind of popped up and I was just like you know what I I, I want to save it just just because of that and you know it, it, you see these people that you know, right after um, that movie that everybody wasn't talking about and everybody didn't see, uh, "Leave the World Behind," I think is what it was called. You know, it started yeah. making those fake videos of of the deer everywhere. You know what I mean? Oh my God, they're in, they're on, they're at Ellis Island and the Statue of Liberty. They're on top of uh, Mount Rushmore. They're at Big Ben and this and that, and trying to push that fear. And to me, this is another one, even though it, it's in Spanish, and I don't read read spanish or or speak it very well but i didn't need to to pick out the inconsistencies like if this is hazardous shit uh you're gonna be you're gonna be pretty suited up just saying
1: yeah i mean you know i hate to say it, it, it they get a false kind of uh stereotype for being lazy in some of those latin american countries right yeah i i think that like especially in spain like they're pretty with it like they wouldn't they wouldn't cut corners if that was a serious danger um and and frankly mexico is too i mean there's a lot of these people are like brilliant with math like some of the smartest freaking math people i know don't really know english very well you know what i mean Mm -hmm. because you kind of like succeed in one one side or the other as you're coming up through school uh mine was like more of like the language arts history shit and then like my you know Mexican friends were more into like science and math. But um yeah dude I'll show you this really good uh G.I. Jose clip. Okay. Just to kind of emphasize that point. It's from uh, Family Guy. Oh nice. Have you, have you heard of G.I. Jose?
0: No, I have not.
1: Yeah, he's uh he's a real Mexican hero. <laughs> Let's see. G. I. Jose. Real Family Mexican
0: guy. hero. That's brilliant.
1: You. Have yeah, to- dude. Mex- a lot of Mexicans, like if you're friends with them, they, they enjoy this kind of comedy, like, you know, this kind of shit talking stuff. Um, but yeah, there's a couple clips with G.I. Jose in here. All right, cool. Here we go. Let me make sure it doesn't have an ad first. We'll play the longer one.
0: Got to share your screen.
1: <laughs> Do you ever watch Family Guy? Uh, I know I will.
0: Not. not- no, watch- I I have I've watched it back in the day. I I haven't seen it in a long time. Okay, yeah, let's see.
1: Here we go.
4: Hey guys, let's go swim in the old quarry. Yeah.
2: Wait a minute, kids! Don't go swimming in that quarry. It's dangerous.
4: Thanks, G.I. Jose!
2: Hey, you guys wanna buy some gum or cotton candy or a stuffed animal? How about an inflatable mallet, huh? This is fun. You can hit your friend on the head with it, but don't hit him on the head with it. Yeah,
4: thanks. I don't really need any of that stuff.
2: You got any dance you need hammered out?
1: <laughs> so apparently there's apparently there's two clips. This is a 30-second one. This is the one that I was thinking of. I
2: saved hundreds with Liberty Mutual. Liberty, Liberty Bibbity is not sponsoring the show. Liberty. Like <laughs> <Black laughs> dish loose. Oh, crap, and I was going to watch G.I. Jose.
0: What the- oh, no, you cut your forehead. What do we do?
2: Hey, kids, if you have an open wound, get some dirt or kitty litter and rub it in there to stop the bleeding. Then get some sleep and wait for the body to heal itself.
4: Now we know.
2: And like I always say, remember, you know enough. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Dude, it's so good get some dirt or kitty litter and rub it in there well
0: it's a truth uh, uh I, I remember not kitty litter right but but dirt uh rory was telling me about this uh, uh i forget i don't know if it was a co-worker or or someone that his wife knew super germ freak okay super germ freak almost like boy in the bubble type of shit had a baby The baby kept getting sick, kept getting sick, kept taking it to the doctors, kept constantly being sick, could never heal. And this lady would sterilize everything, blah, 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 blah. She finally took him to a a Mennonite or an Amish doctor, and he just looked at her and said, do you let your kid go outside and play? She's like, oh, no. He's like, let him go out and play in some dirt. Let him eat some dirt. And next thing you know, his immune system started building up because he was outside exposed to this shit.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you can't... Uh, I mean, it makes sense. Uh, and obviously, eating dirt. I mean, we all used to make mud pies, but you never really ate the mud pies.
0: Oh, you weren't supposed to? Um,
1: eating dirt, I... Th- you're not supposed to eat the mud pies. Oh, fuck. Did you dabble a little bit? Uh, I dabbled. Sampled? Yeah. Um. I mean, I think that the 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 idea of eating dirt it comes from like the the fact that like kids are so unsanitary that like they'll go play around get dirty and then eat without washing their hands i don't think you're just supposed to eat handfuls of dirt no um but yeah obviously you know but the germs are good for you man like it when you're sick dude as a kid it's nothing you know mm-hmm. what i mean you're gross uh, you know, but you don't realize how gross you are. Is like a five year old sneezing without covering your mouth right. and shit.
0: It's not running. You're down disgusting your, animal. It's not running down your yeah. upper lip into your mouth, and you're just like, nom, nom, nom. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. You're a disgusting animal. But I mean, it doesn't feel bad when you're sick as a thirty year old dude. It sucks, and that's as old as I've gotten so far. I can imagine when you're fifty, sixty, it probably sucks ass to mm-hmm. get sick. Um, but yeah, man, it is. uh It's funny to to think that. Well, stay, um,
0: I have something on on the Amish that I wouldn't mind playing real quick. That the Amish,
1: is, you love the Amish,
0: I do, and I don't. It's like a love hate relationship. Um, some are good, some are some are all right. Uh, a lot of them, a lot of them aren't I'm really judgy. If that makes sense.
1: The idea of an uh, of an Amish mafia is kind of funny to me. I know it's a real thing, but it's kind of funny <laughs>
0: don't to think hear. about. Don't even get me started on that, motherfucker. <laughs>
1: People like Jedediah.
0: Oh, come on. It's being dumb here. Now, they had that Amish Mafia TV show, and they had that midget. I don't know if you remember that. Oh,
1: yeah, dude. Well, yeah, Matthew actually sent me a, a clip that he wants me to show you.
0: Okay. So here's this.
1: Amish Well,
5: yesterday... The tyrannical government here in my state of Pennsylvania decided to roll in and do a little raid, an illegal raid, if you will, of Amos Miller's farm without any notice, without him being allowed on the premises to see exactly what they were doing with some goons in the Pennsylvania state police. And I like the Pennsylvania state police, but the people who are part of these search warrants, these executed abuses of power who do not say something about it are as guilty as the moron judges who believe that this is this is reality in 2024 that we should roll in heavy muscle and Amish farmer and then create some stupid story about well a couple people got sick apparently drinking some of his eggnog that's your reason for coming in absolutely not ladies and gentlemen they went into his farm they closed him down They seized all sorts of products, and they're going to say that the reason why is because they're getting some health issues from people. My friends, this is code for Amos Miller, the Amish farmer in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, was just freaking swatted by his own state government and the federal authorities because he doesn't want to play by their rules. How is this any different? Then the endless barrage of bullcrap charges and indictments and allegations and all sorts of labels slapped at Donald Trump. No difference. Amos Miller isn't a star like Donald Trump, but he's getting there. Well, yesterday,
1: I think I might have. I have to be the one to say it. But go ahead. She's an attractive older lady. I will
0: say that. Hey, <laughs> she she is. I an like attra- her.
1: Yes. I like her getting fiery like that. Um, I I will agree with you. You know, conservatives, (laughs) conservatives are getting to a point, and I I don't know if you kind of caught it there, where like just blindly being conservative, it's it's getting to the point where it's almost as bad as being just blindly liberal. Like she can't even go a sentence criticizing the police without saying, "I like the police," right? But they're doing some horrible shit. It's like you can't just blindly blanket say that you like a police department what you say the pennsylvania police or the philly police whatever it was
0: pennsylvania state um, police
1: yeah pennsylvania state police it's like you can't just blanketly say that i'm sure there is an asshole or two that wears that badge oh yeah you know what i mean you don't have to just blindly support like i don't support tucson police you know what i mean i live in tucson arizona i'm not against them either but like good cops i i wish that there were more of them and then bad yeah man fuck them it ruins the whole bunch right the whole saying with the apple one bad apple spoils mm-hmm. the the batch or whatever the hell it is you know it's 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 horrible man so yeah it's just funny to see these guys uh where they're like trying to talk a little bit of shit about a department that you know conservatives don't like you talking shit about the police yet conservatives are anti-government police are government
0: mm-hmm. i don't know it's
1: it's just a weird like we're starting to get into that kind of uh hypocritical region there where it's like I don't know. I like this, but not that, even though they're the same thing. It's strange.
0: Yeah, it is. It's very strange. Um, I thought I had, I thought I had another clip because there was more that came out on this um, over the weekend and, and leading up to the weekend, but apparently I didn't, I didn't save them. uh, So it's no big deal. Um, But they were just reporting, you know, dude was there. You could see the PSP, Pennsylvania state police in the background, uh, you know, cars everywhere and all over um, organic food is basically what this is. Uh, the Amish do not put any, they don't spray their, the, the, the mo- only chemical that they'll use is fucking cow poop on, on, on their on their crops, which obviously they're eating uh, non-sprayed hay and out to pasture with, with grass and then their poop, you know, it's great fertilizer over eggnog. Well, people, you can get now, granted, you could get a little sick uh, on eggnog from the store as well if it's not "quote unquote" pasteurized because everybody's you know it has to be pasteurized. You know it kills everything. Well, studies show that raw milk is actually healthier than pasteurized shit and what have you. And there's raw eggs in eggnog. You know what I mean? Like, come on, eat a raw egg. You 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 stand a chance of getting sick. Your body might not like it. It's but there there's a a big attack and and. Basically, just because it's organic farming, and you know he's not allowed to sell us meat now, no eggs. I mean, this story is pr- pretty big out, out here in, in Pennsylvania because of it, and it, and it's bullshit. Yeah,
1: yeah man. No, anytime I hear the uh, the word pasteurized, I think of the South Park episode, man. That's why I was laughing. Where <laughs> they're talking about the UPS guy coming and fucking all their wives, and the guys like telling the story about like how it happened like it was a before it was the ups guy it was the milkman right that would come and, and fuck your wife and he was talking about how him and all of the old you know the the old members of the town before it was like all modern with ups they all cornered one of the they 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 paid a blonde to seduce the milkman bring him upstairs into the bathroom and she wanted to take a bath in milk <laughs> and then the guy was like the milkman goes do you want that milk past your eyes huh? and she says no just up to my boobs i can splash it in my eyes <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid it's so stupid but me, that one took
0: me, me a split second to get i was just <laughs> no just up to my boobs i can i can splash it in my eyes
1: yeah man it's funny
0: uh, good g- shot. good old south
1: park if people didn't know it's my favorite yeah man um yeah, I don't know if you had any more, like, information-dense clips. I have a, a, a goofy one, again, that we wanted to share.
0: Um, um, Yeah, I have a couple. Okay. Yeah, feel free. All right, let me head back to sharing my screen. Don't let me forget, I also want to... Uh, Nate sent in a voice message. Oh, nice, okay. Um, I'm trying to think, we where. Oh, uh, where you want to go. Yeah, I'm. I'm going to go here just because. What
5: is happening with John Fetterman?
0: Um, you know this guy is. I, I, I love this guy.
1: I mean, you're obsessed. I, I am. Totally obsessed.
5: What is happening with John Fetterman? I mean, we all remember John Fetterman. You know, he had had the stroke when he first was elected. Couldn't scream two sentences together. Then he goes off to Walter Reed, comes back, does not look anything like himself. Um, and then today I saw another video of him speaking somewhere about closing the border and he looks like he's gained fifty pounds, and is speaking like he is now a college professor. No, no, no gaps in sentences, no stuttering, no nothing. He sounds like a friggin' college professor. That is not the OG John Fetterman that we all knew. So, who is it?
0: Good question. And
1: that's a that's a Pennsylvania woman right there,
0: huh? Yes that that it, when you think Pennsylvania, there you go. That, that is, that's Pennsylvania woman right there. Really? A little Jeez. bit of, a little bit of Karen in there.
1: A bit of a Southern accent I, I pick up too.
0: It's a weird accent that's that we have kid. out here. It's, uh, I don't even know how to explain it. Some people say it has a little Southern twang to it. I, I, I don't know. Um, I was, do you, I don't know. Do you want me to, did you see that jelly, jelly roll went to Congress or whatever to testify or, I, not even testify pretty much to speak on fentanyl or something like that.
1: Oh, yeah. I had heard of this, yeah.
0: Do you do you want me to play it?
3: Sure. All right. Yeah, he's an interesting guy. During the time that I've been given to share my testimony here, I think it's important to note before I start that in these five minutes I'll be speaking that somebody...
0: Well, I didn't realize the audio was going to suck. Well, he sounds different here. Could you? Yeah. It sounded so far when away. When you
1: start it, I'm going to...
3: During the time that yeah, I'm gonna
1: take a piss real quick, but yeah, I mean, I've seen this. It's good, though.
0: Good okay. That
3: in these five minutes, I'll be speaking that somebody in the United States will die of a drug overdose, and it is almost 50 percent chance that during those five minutes, it will be fentanyl related. Having started that way, Chairman Brown, Ranking Member Scott, and esteemed committee members, thank you for having me. I know this is a bit of a curveball, but I like a little baseball myself. My name is Jason D. Four, but to most, I am known as Jelly Roll. I, it is important to establish earlier that I am a musician and that I have no political alliance. I am neither Democrat nor Republican. In fact, because of my past, my right to vote has been restricted. Thus far, I have never paid attention to a political race in my life. Ironically, I think that makes me the perfect person to speak about this, because fentanyl transcends partisanship and ideology, gentlemen and women. This is a totally different problem. Nah, I was speaking outside to the media and I I gave them a statistic that said 190 people a day overdose and die every single day in the United States of America. That is about a seven thirty seven plane. That's what about a seven thirty seven aircraft can carry. Could you imagine the national media attention it would get if they were reporting that a plane was crashing every single day and killing one hundred and ninety people? But because it's one hundred and ninety drug addicts, we don't feel that way. Because America has been known to bully and shame drug addicts instead of dealing and trying to understand what the actual root of the problem is with that. But the sad news is that that narrative is changing, too, because the statistics say that in all likelihood, almost every person in this room has lost a friend, family member or colleague to the disease known as addiction. I've attended more funerals than I care to share with y'all. This committee, I could sit here and cry for days about the caskets I've carried of people I loved dearly, deeply in my soul. Good people, not just drug addicts, uncles, friends, cousins, normal people. Some people that just got in a car wreck and started taking a pain pill to manage it. One thing led to the other. How fast it spirals out of control. I don't think people truly, truly understand. So many people. Equally, I think it's important for me to tell you all that I'm not here to defend the use of illegal drugs. And I also understand the paradox of my history as a drug dealer standing in front of this committee. But equally, I think that's what makes me perfect to talk about this. I was a part of the problem. I am here now standing as a man that wants to be a part of the solution. I brought my community down. I hurt people. I was the uneducated man in the kitchen playing chemist with drugs I knew absolutely nothing about, just like these drug dealers are doing right now when they're mixing every drug on the market with fentanyl, and they're killing the people we love. I'll be honest with y'all. My desire is to only get older and only do better and be better. I believed when I sold drugs genuinely that selling drugs was a victimless crime. I truly believe that, y'all. My father always told me, what doesn't get you in the wash will get you in the rinse. Now I have a 15-year-old daughter whose mother is a drug addict. Every day I get to look in the eyes of a victim in my household, of the effects of drugs. Every single day. And every single day I have to wonder, if me and my wife, if today will be the day that I have to tell my daughter that her mother became a part of the national statistic. History repeats itself, gentlemen. Even in the 1990s, crack cocaine had long made its way into my middle, lower class neighborhood. And at that moment, even as a teenager, you could have never convinced me in that moment that there would be a far bigger problem on the horizon in the form of a pharmaceutical drug. And then I watched opioids and Oxycontin burst onto the scene. I'm here to tell y'all that fentanyl is going to make the Sackler family look like saints. And I want to let y'all sit with that for a second. It's time for us to be proactive and not reactive. We were reactive with crack. We were reactive with opioids. And y'all are taking the first step. It's somebody in Senate finally being proactive. I truly believe in my heart that this bill, that this bill will stop the supply and can help stop the supply of fentanyl. But in part of being proactive, gentlemen and, and women I, and, and ladies, I have to be frank and tell y'all that if we don't talk to the other side of Capitol Hill and stop the demand, we are going to spin our tires in the mud. Y'all are taking the first step, but I encourage you to take it outside of this room, and you take it to your colleagues and your constituents, and you give them the most that you can. I know I've got a few seconds here, and Senator Brown said I may or may not go over. (laughs) Um, All I want to say is that I not only encourage y'all to do this, I encourage y'all to take it a step further. At every concert I perform, I witness the heartbreaking impact of fentanyl, I see fans grappling with this tragedy in the form of music, that they seek solace in music and hope that their experiences won't befall others. They crave reassurance. These are the people I'm here to speak for, y'all. These people crave reassurance that their elected officials actually care more about human life than they do about ideology and partisanship. I stand here as a regular member of society. I am a stupid songwriter, y'all, but I have firsthand witnessed this in a way most people have not. I encourage y'all to not only pass this bill, but I encourage you to bring it up where it matters at the kitchen table. Yeah, he's a good speaker, man.
0: Yeah, uh, very good speaker. Um, yeah, I kind of gained a little bit of respect for him. Uh, you know how I, I felt about him. Um, never really cared for his music. Uh, didn't really ever, <laughs> like, looking at the guy. You know what I mean? I just... I, I don't know I just there was I just didn't care and to see that side of him and hear him speak I guess I, I I never gave him a fair shake you know what I mean and my bad you know uh but he makes a lot of sense and I, when the cameras were panning around you could see everybody was just kind of like in awe like almost speechless but yet giving smug smug reactions at the same time like who are you to well, yeah, tell that us? one
1: senator looked like he was about to laugh it's like yeah what the fuck is there to laugh about here he's talking about people dying like that that just shows how out of touch like that fat fuck is not jelly roll but that piece of shit guy right i don't know who that senator was i didn't notice his name tag but the you know he doesn't care he's probably got family members that have died from this stuff and he's like they were stupid for trying it you know mm-hmm. he, that type of a dude yeah man his documentary jelly rolls documentary on hulu is really good it actually made me tear up dude And like i don't get emotional for shit but just like when he talks about his story and then like every one of his shows his fans you know they look like you know someone ladled macaroni and cheese onto a pile of shit (laughs) that's what his fans kind of look like in the audience (laughs) um but these these are you know my dad likes them, <laughs> and I I went to a concert. <laughs> I went to a concert with my dad, but so, you know you go out. You so see are you some, macaroni you and you see your dad's cheese,
0: peaceful. or are you cheese and your dad's macaroni?
1: We we were literally probably the top on the top one hundred of most like best looking people at this place. Damn, when we were there with thousands and thousands of people, like we were definitely in the top one hundred. And that's usually not the case, right? Uh, these are some weird-looking people. They're, they're kind of like, um, remember, like the ICP fans?
0: Mm, yes.
1: Real similar. Like a okay. lot of people that, you know, fat white people that that act like society fucked them over when it was really just kind of them that did it. You know, um, I, I I used to not believe this, but definitely being born in, like, certain areas of the country uh-huh. with a certain economic, you know, tax bracket, whatever you want to call it, you have a lot. That you, that you can do just by being like middle-class, not necessarily white, but middle-class uh, in a certain area, right? I grew up in a nice area of Tucson, but there's some shitty areas of Tucson. Um, it sounds like, I don't know exactly where you grew up, like if it was like a nice area or shitty area or whatever, but...
0: Depends on what side of the you river have a- you're on.
1: Okay. <laughs> well, so... Like, just what I'm saying is, like, everyone has opportunities, and I feel like a lot of his fans are people that had opportunities but fucked them up, and now they feel like society's shit on me, and I got to have a place to to relate. But at every one of his shows, he talks with these people, and whether it's genuine on his part or their part or not, it's pretty moving stuff. Like, some, some chick comes up and talks to him, like, her mother overdosed, and like they're sitting there, and he's just like hugging her, and they're both crying like sobbing crying right and it's like, damn dude like th- this dude's either a great actor chaos magician type guy that uses people's emotions to like get money or he's a genuine guy and and I think he's pretty genuine personally um but yeah man like I don't get emotional about shit in that documentary like it's sad
0: yeah i uh, if I had hulu I, I'd actually probably check it out, but um. Yeah, it's it, the story of him and 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 you know obviously his wife um was a high-end escort at one point um maybe another word for prostitute uh and vegas yeah, yeah like yeah. a
1: high and she's she's hot she's pretty hot i mean now she's got a lot of weird shit yeah. face stuff and weird stuff but
0: but for for someone tragic. like him you wouldn't picture pulling someone like her, you know what I mean? Like, but you know, it's all around. It's, it's different. I have seen some videos, you know, that, you know, make their rounds or whatever. And, you know, I think he had his, his daughter up on stage and she sang a song or whatever that she wrote for him, which was pretty moving. You know what I mean? What I like is, is, you know, it's clear that his daughter's his world. You know what I mean? He, he really does care about his daughter and I can relate to that. Um, And he self-admits, you know, hey, I was a drug dealer. I was a piece of shit, you know, and and now I I, want to do something better. Well, that's good. I mean, that that to me is rehabilitation at its finest. You know, you you turn yourself around to make yourself a productive member of society, and now you want to help the situation create a solution and not be part of the problem anymore.
3: Yeah
1: yeah for sure man yes yeah, just he's right about that he says it over and over again that society looks at drug addicts and people with problems as criminals but a lot of them are, they're just mentally unwell dude like mm-hmm. even the people i'm kind of shitting on where it's like you know i feel like like they had their every opportunity in front of them and then they just shit it away because they wanted to do drugs or whatever that comes from something right. whether it's a cultural thing or societal thing or it was like their their parents didn't give them something that they deeply needed like, that shit comes from somewhere, so it's sad when these people are just shit on. Um, but, yeah, I mean, at the same time, I don't know. There's only, like, I'm, I'm not as sympathetic. I guess I haven't experienced it like he has. You know, you kind of have to know something mm-hmm. in order to really, like, have a big feeling about it. And I just feel like everyone should be treated like a person, but, like, we shouldn't bend over backwards for people if they continue to use drugs knowing that you know it can kill them you know what i mean i don't expect anyone to have sympathy for me i enjoy drinking right if i end up dying l- later down the road hopefully not soon hopefully but you know way later down the road because of complications of, of drinking alcohol i wouldn't expect anyone to be like oh let's fucking ban you know alcohol and and let's you know try and advocate for more responsible use all of the risks are, are known mm-hmm. you know so I don't know. That's the way I feel. Like I said, hopefully it doesn't happen for a long time, but, you know, it, the things that we put in our body fucking affect us.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and I've had family members that have OD'd and died and and I'm kind of like you are. I, I lack empathy in, in, in a lot of ways. And these were family members. And, you know, the one family member, he was doing good, doing good, sober for years and all of a sudden had a relapse. And I think it... Had to do with his that's baby, yeah. His baby's mama and him were breaking, you know, and it, and it, it he that's what he knew to revert back to. And guess what? He got some heroin, was laced with fentanyl, and boom, he he was dead. Uh, his dad found him dead the next morning on the on the living room floor. And to me, it was like you knew the the risks versus the rewards with this, you you know what I mean? You knew you were clean, you, you, you fought it. I kind of don't feel bad, you know. You, you chose to do that at the end of the day. Even though there was people around you that were a support group and, you know, were, were, were always there for you, you choose to shit on them. So, you know, I, I don't know. Not like
1: like a- – you know what's interesting too is like the way that the system is like people people do heroin and things like that because it gets out of your system pretty quickly right like your your body's system like it seems like weed sticks around for the longest and ironically weed seems to be the healthiest fucking drug that you can take unless of course you're doing like a you know hair sample or whatever then you know if you're doing just a normal piss test or blood blood test it seems like weed stays in the longest and maybe i'm wrong about that but yeah, like it, it, I see it as almost like a Darwinism thing. Like if if people know about fentanyl and people know how dangerous it is and how it can just be randomly in your batch of heroin or in your coke or whatever, why are you doing it? Right. You know, like I don't know. Hopefully it never fucking starts showing up in bottles of vodka or, or beers. Yeah. You know no what shit. I mean? Because that's possible too. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm looking at it wrong or whatever, but I, I think it's a I think it's definitely like the addict is part to blame oh i, I think that absolutely that he, right he he gives a message to where we need to look at these people like people but you know it, of course with the with the culture that we have it's one extreme or another mm-hmm. so you're either babying the drug addict making them feel like oh it's okay if you fuck up a hundred times it's not and right. it's also not okay to treat these people like shit there's a middle ground there where it's like yeah you have to go to prison if you do this a certain amount of time you have to, you know, at least go to jail something. Something has to change instead of being one extreme or the other. So, I don't know. I feel like he's kind of on the extreme of, um, you know, let's let's do whatever we can to help these people instead of maybe at a certain point some people are gone.
0: Yeah, and it's kind of like uh, we covered that. Uh, was he a Harvard professor that w- would dabble in heroin at, at, at the end of the night? He'd go home and then he'd shoot up a oh, heroin. Oh, yeah, yeah. That,
1: black dude with dreads.
0: Yeah and he, he saw yeah. no problem with it. Uh did he do it during the day any other time? No. Am I saying what he's doing is right? No. But who well, it's not wrong either. It's not wrong. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? He he has, he. it's his body. He has he has the right to choose whatever he wants to do as a human. You know what I mean? I and mean, if he's going home and doing it and not hurting anybody but himself and he's doing it responsibly so be it. And then we had the guy in in Canada that was trying to set up his uh, uh, little remote shop to give people free clean uh, utensils or or even clean product to use. Uh, And, you know, granted, it was against the law. I never heard any follow-up from that if the guy got arrested or anything. But, you know, there's places like Portugal. They they legalized every drug known to man, and within five to ten years, their drug problem pretty much went away. All because yeah. it was legal. There, there, there was no mystique behind it anymore. There was no, oh, I might get caught or whatever. It's like, all right, I can do it. You know, l- look at uh, states that have recreational weed. Yeah, you saw a spike in everybody going, oh yeah, we can finally do it. And now it's just like, yeah, we have it. So what? You know, kind of like you. You used to smoke a lot of weed prior to it being legal, and now it's like, yeah, okay, we have it. I just give me a beer or whatever. I, I, I don't care. You know what I mean? So it takes that mystique and that, that, Oh, I might get caught away. And that, that's part of the addiction rush that addicts have.
1: Yeah. Yeah. This is that guy that you're talking about, Carl Hart. Um, he's in the department of psychology at Cambridge, uh, Columbia. Sorry. That's it. Um, so yeah, he's an interesting guy. He's been on Rogan and stuff like that. Um, and to look, know, you know, not to be uh, condescending or anything, he looks like a drug user. You know what I mean? Like he, he see. I like, was just going to say yeah, the
0: complete opposite. I was going to be like, to look at him, you wouldn't think he was shooting up heroin.
1: Really? I yeah. mean, I, maybe not heroin, but definitely weed. I uh, yeah, you know I can I mean? see weed.
0: The dreadlocks, you know, the 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 the, the you know, the whole Jamaican vibe and the the Rasta, the the Yah, you know
1: definitely mushrooms i would suspect like i mean that's what i'm saying it's not because he's black or anything but it's because i mean like if you see a white dude with dreadlocks he probably smokes weed you know um so yeah interesting but yeah i mean the guy's very accomplished phd university of wyoming in 1996 um behavioral neuroscience and neuropsychopharmacology that's a fucking word and a half
0: which is probably uh, why he's into shooting up heroin the neuro what? the psychot- whatever it was, the the last one that you read off, the neuro psycho
1: Okay, yeah, the neuro, yeah, whatever it is. Yeah,
0: yada, yada, yada. I'm not that educated. So, you know, if he's studying this stuff and, and looking into it and its effects and teaching about it, maybe that's what led this guy in, well, let me dabble, you know, let, let me do my own research. You know, what? that's how all... Mad scientist, start I guess, or or even scientific research. You know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta have a test subject. So he's like, ah, eh, fuck it, I'll, I'll test myself.
1: Yeah, he. Um, so yeah, the the word is neuropsychopharmacology. He is the only affiliated faculty member there at Columbia, and there is two graduate students that are affiliated with the topic too. So it's pretty fringe, okay. obviously. You know, like it, it sounds like um, using drugs to. Open your mind and and connect to whatever I don't know. It, it, from what I remember from hearing him talk, and I'm not disagreeing with him because I don't fucking know, and the research is so skewed that's hard to know. Um, he basically th- thinks that like using drugs can you know if you do it responsibly can almost turn you into like a superhuman w- as far as mentally, mm-hmm. like you can you can really like you can cure yourself of shit. You can, which I mean, there's there's research out there with that with right shrooms especially and, and uh, lsd and ayahuasca and shit like that so i don't know man it's interesting stuff nonetheless
0: absolutely uh let's get into uh, didn't you say uh was it matthew wanted wanted you to play something for me
1: yeah there's a clip that I that he wants to share and then we'll do kind of the week and then we can uh we can rock out of here let me find it for you let me know when we're ready to go i need to share my screen whoops yep.
0: You got to share your screen.
1: I started, I put on that attractive uh, Canadian chick that she talks like she, you know, she likes to eat some potatoes, maybe some mac and cheese, you know,
0: some cheese you know curds. Yeah. Some cheese curds too.
1: Don't. Yeah. Sit down by the fire and drink a cold, cold brew, cold brew. I'm trying to fucking talk. I don't know how people out there talk, but she sounds like she's either from Wisconsin or Canada.
0: She, uh, I believe she is Canadian. Don't you know?
1: Right, 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 okay, here we go. This is something I would like to come uh, uh these guys are coming to Tucson, and I would like to go see them with you actually. here we go.
2: little miss top. <laughs> to know me need to know. no. you the giant I'm Olivia. Pinky shortcut. <laughs> you know Psycho, Ben Urkel micro Suave. Knee high. Just go down, baby. Carolina Reaver. It's your boy, Hot huh, Rod. Jamaican Jill. Hot i J Amazing. Little Ozzy. Baby Jesus.
3: Little X.
2: Little Show. The Goat. Zach Presley. Koe. Michael Jazz
3: La más hermosa, la Little chola.
2: Michael like Tiger. Meow.
3: Surprise! Micro rocker's black right, baby!
1: Micro rocker,
0: dude. All those guys.
1: Do you have a favorite one?
0: Oh uh, fuck, I don't know. Can we watch him again?
1: I kind of like the little chola. Let's watch want to see him again?
0: Yeah, let's watch him again. <laughs> I, if we go see him, can- be scary. no, can we get in the ring with him?
1: Dude, how many midgets do you think you could fuck up? At like one, if we did a tag team against all these guys, do you think that we could win, or do you think that we'd get tired after like two minutes, three minutes? Uh because I don't know if you've been in a fight in a while, dude. It like it takes fighting, a lot of cardio, especially. It's it's extensive cardio because your adrenaline's going too, so you you dump quicker than you'd think.
0: Yeah, um, if it's me and you in a tag team match, I think we could take them all. You just got we just got to pace ourselves. We just have to know that we we are the 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 elite hunting force so to speak you know what i mean yeah they're gonna run circles around us for a little while and you know my my kick is in the shin and run away but once we catch them they're done they're done they're going over a top rope and landing on their fucking noggin
1: it's just gonna be hard to try and pin one when like seven others are trying to kick you in the head
0: well that's when your tag team partner comes in
1: true yeah the tag team uh, rules never really stay intact throughout the tag team match right? yeah yeah man i think we could take them but yeah here we go and keep in mind who you think your favorite might be and all for right. the people that are only listening this is a uh, a midget wrestling league and uh ghost has this weird fetish with midgets <laughs> so i had to highlight it here but yeah matthew sent this in here we go keep an eye out for a favorite okay i've got mine i got, I got my top three all right
2: 2020 2020- whoops Four micro full cast roll call. As always, little miss. Straight <laughs> from <laughs> the top. The Nomi, Nathan, No, Angel, the Giant.
4: I'm Olivia. Pinky shortcut
2: You know, Psycho. Ben Urkel Micro Suave. niha Just go down, baby. Carolina Reaver It's your boy, Hot huh? Rod. Jamaican Jill. Hot Atlanta I my crew. Like Jay, amazing. Little Ozzy. Baby Jesus.
4: Little X.
2: Little Show. The Goat. Zach Presley. Hey, Michael Jazz.
3: La más hermosa, la little chola.
1: Michael's like me
2: Meow. Surprise, micro rockers, right, baby? Dude,
1: the chola <laughs> gets me every time. She is my favorite by far. Uh, Here, get out of this so they can see you. <laughs> but yeah dude for me it's the chola number two is that indian guy i don't know what the fuck his name is all that i heard him say was how at the end right and then number three is the cat that meows right after the chola that shit is so funny he just goes meow (laughs) (laughs) that's it dude so so, i like those three
0: so i like the gnome. the gnome gnome, i really liked uh the jamaican that's favorite too by the way the gnome the gnome and the jamaican dude uh just cause he he, he looked making Joe. Yeah, just cause he looked like he'd be funny as fuck. You know what I mean? Just like he'd put on a good show. And yeah. the last one uh that I have written down was uh uh the the Little Show.
1: <laughs> the little show's nice. Yeah. So they're all different than mine.
0: Yeah. Yeah, the girls Dude, they're, they're hard for me to look show, at. That they 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 just have that downs look to them and it's like, ugh, big foreheads, just all creepy and shit.
1: Yeah, man. They look like I don't they, know, that they show stink. Funny.
0: But I think it'd be a fun time to go and watch. But I think we could take them all. Oh, yeah, just, I'm just going to put that out there. I think we can take them all.
1: Well, let me see this micro, micro Wrestling Federation, the MWF. I mean, we. Were, oh my god, dude! You got to look at this page. Can you see the page? Uh huh. Holy fuck!
0: I mean, what a mess. It's like Trailer Park Boys, but midgets.
1: You know, it's cool, though. Oh, let's see a skit of them wrestling. (laughs) Two brothers.
2: (laughs) Oh, this crowd going crazy. What is Hot Rod doing? Try your back on
1: Hot (laughs) Rod. Shoot. (laughs) The rest are midgets, too.
0: And their ring's even baby smaller. Jesus, any
2: thoughts in the micro-pay-per-view there What happens? Anything you want to say to your brother? I don't know if y'all noticed, but baby Jesus has been on the rampage. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, it looks good.
0: Yeah. I like how their ring's, like, built to their size. <laughs> like, it's not a a traditional wrestling ring. Like, we would wrestle in. Well, of course.
1: Like, oh, Lil Chola. That's her name, dude. Okay. Yeah, she's my favorite. Just because she's speaking Spanish. I mean, there's got to be, let's see. Because I'd like to go to this. I think it'd be fun. Tickets. Touring shows. Okay, let's see. Because we want to see the schedule. So we've got Lexington, Kentucky. We've got Ridge, Kentucky. A lot of Kentucky shows right now. Uh. Tennessee. Kentucky. I mean, a lot of Kentucky. Illinois. Indiana. Alabama. So they're doing a southern thing right now, it looks like.
0: Yeah, they're probably, probably huge in the Midwest.
1: Oh, wait, dude. If there's an Arizona tour, though... I swear to God, if you don't come out here, I'm quitting the show. <laughs> if, if there's a, and this is going to be later, too. Yeah, I'm not doing these shows anymore if you don't come out and we watch one of these. <laughs> I'll pay for the hotel. I'll pay for the ticket. You just have to get yourself out here. I'm, bringing, but I'm not kidding. I'm I will bringing, quit the show. I'm, if it, especially.
0: I'm bringing my retarded co-host it, out to watch these midgets, and hopefully he doesn't kill any.
1: Yeah. And dude, yeah, like especially if it's after March, which it looks like, yeah, they're not even so they're heading over here. They're in they're in Texas and Florida. If it's after March, you have to come. And if it's on March fifth, then there's no okay, there's no show on March fifth. Yeah, they're the in Colorado. They're getting over here. I guarantee you, Oklahoma, Texas, Oklahoma, Oklahoma, Iowa, Georgia. They're going back the other way. Blackwell, Oklahoma. Oklahoma, Texas. Oklahoma. We're getting towards the end. Arkansas. Oh, shit. We can go out there and watch it with Hank. Oh, shit. That'd be fun. Dude, I bet you Hank would love this shit. Hell, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would like it, too.
0: As long as we can oh, drink beer. On,
1: piece of shit. I'm sure that we can drink. Holy shit. There are so many shows. I thought we were getting towards the end and we're nowhere near it. So we're only in April right now, and I just want this on the record cuz I'm saying I'm quitting the show if you don't come out here. I we got plenty of time to plan for this. <laughs> we got plenty of time to budget and plan cuz we now we're in May. Virginia, Illinois. So I mean, th- these guys get work, man. Yeah. Sounds Probably like I make more money than we do.
0: Oh, I'm I'm sure. I mean, it it's a it's an indie circuit for basically midget wrestling so they're self-promoted and what have you so they're they're trying to be in a different place every day you know just kind of like how WWE is
1: would you get a shirt
0: yeah I probably would
1: micro micro merch micro wrestling AZ let's see there's gotta be one dude let's see this is it Micro Wrestling Entertainment, and this is... Oh, it's from Eventbrite. We use Eventbrite for my work, too. Oregon. I'll find one. I don't see one yet. Oh, yeah. Glendale AZ. There we go. 20 bucks To go? That's it? That's nothing. Yeah, let's see. Well, 20 bucks. This is at 44 Sports Grill. This is February 8th. It might be a little soon. Yeah. Let's see. If it's after March, I think we can pull it off. I'll find one and I'll post it on Instagram and I'll just say that we're going to that. Oh, boy. And yeah, man, you got to, like I said, I'll quit this fucking show because we had a chance to hang out in Philly and you're like, oh, three hours is too far to drive. I can't. So I'm like, yeah, dude, we'll we'll go to a midget show.
0: No, you wanted like to come up here and you're like, you thought you were going to get an Uber. I'm like, dude, it's like four and a half hours. You ain't going to get an Uber to come up here. You're going to, you have to rent a car.
1: I know, but we could have met in the middle somewhere. Yeah, yeah had a, we could Beer.
0: Yeah, we should have. I don't we know why we didn't think like,
1: that. Well, I mentioned that. I'm Did like, you? let's just meet somewhere. And you're like, you're like, oh no, I'm actually a lot fatter than I look on the camera, and I, I can't walk. I'm in a wheelchair, so I can't. Like, I don't want to meet. I don't want to meet anyone face to so. face. Timmy. <laughs> yeah, man, we got to do something like that. That'd be so fun. It would be but, uh, real. Yeah, fun. Thank you. Dude, I know, and thank you, Matthew, for sharing that. Uh, that's that's the thing that we're gonna have to uh, we're gonna have to go to it, dude. Uh, you can spend up to three hundred dollars on a ticket. I'm sure that's ringside. We don't need to be that close, but we can get up there. I mean, I'm willing to spend sixty bucks per, per ticket for something like that.
0: Um, absolutely.
1: A uh, week it's about that time.
0: Uh yeah, it is. Uh do you want to do one one thing for me? Uh on YouTube, pull up the trailer for uh Civil War. And we'll play that YouTube. and then we then we can do uh kind of the week. I've been wanting to play this trailer for a while. Rory Rory had sent it to me as well. Hang on.
1: Yeah, I've got it here. Civil War trailer. Kirsten Dunst is in it. Oh, okay. He's minorly attractive.
0: She used to be pretty... She was Kirsten Dunst. She was the one in uh, Spider-Man in uh, Interview with a Vampire, wasn't she?
1: Uh, I think she's in a Spider-Man. She's in all kinds of shit. Um, Okay, here. I will share this with you now. Civil War, huh?
5: the western forces as well as
2: the florida alliance the three-term president assures the uprising will be dealt with swiftly
4: let me know if you want to try anything
2: i'm just aware there's like a pretty huge civil war going on all across america we just
4: try to stay out with what we see on the news seems like it's for the best
2: citizens of america The so-called Western Forces of Texas and California have suffered a very great defeat at the hands of the United States military. Mr. President, do you regret the use of airstrikes against American citizens? We're moving to D.C. today.
4: You need to go down there.
2: They shoot journalists on sight of in the Capitol. Every instinctivity says this is death. What if?
5: Every time I survived the war zone, I thought I was sending a
2: warning home. Don't do that. But here we are. There's some kind of misunderstanding here. What? you are American. Okay. Okay. What kind of American are you? The Western
4: forces will reach the one house on July 4th.
2: You're gonna hang back. I'm not hanging back. One nation's under God indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. God bless America.
0: Looks good. Uh, A lot of propaganda in there.
1: Sure. Yeah, I mean there has to be, but um,
0: because this trailer. Yeah, I wonder how many of these movies. Uh, well, the, tra- the the trailer came out not long after uh, uh, Leave the World Behind came out, and I've been wanting to play the trailer for for a couple weeks now, and just with everything else in the news cycle, just didn't get a chance to do it. But I, I wanted to do it, you know, at least get it out there. I know Matt has posted on on his Instagram about it. Uh, Rory brought it to my attention, and and we'll have you to kind of remind me. But like you said, how, how many of these kind of off the wall movies are are going to be coming out? You know that watching that trailer, it, it's kind of like, oh well, shit. Uh, are are these patriots? Uh, are they supposed to be the MAGA people? You know what I mean? Like, what, what are you portraying here? Like, I don't know. that's the
1: thing dude they they do this thing of texas and california those two states would never team up Uh -uh. if it was a civil war situation so i think that they're trying to make it even though they're going to make it seem like it's um conservatives you know realistically i think it would be more like arizona and texas team up and they overthrow new mexico because new mexico is pretty blue Overthrow New Mexico and fucking it's Arizona, Texas, New Mexico. Mm-hmm. And then maybe that like Oklahoma would get involved, Georgia might get involved, Arkansas, um, areas like that. And then it would like move, uh, California New York would be like some of the strongholds. Yeah. Um, uh, obviously Washington, mm-hmm. D.C. and stuff too. But yeah, the, the California, uh, Texas thing's interesting to me. And that's what those two stars represented on the flag there too. Yeah. So,
0: and, and, and I don't know. It's kind of funny. Uh, you know, we play that trailer. And if you look what's going on uh, down in Texas border uh Governor Abbott, uh, he kicked up the uh the National Guard to you know start patrolling the border and won't even let the the federal uh patrol in. So it's kind of like a standoff right now. And but he has every right to do that as as a governor of his state. He has to protect his borders and our president is not doing that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, man, he's a. Uh... I don't know. It's it's going to be interesting to see what happens. I think that they're going to try and pull out all the stops for this twenty twenty four election because mm-hmm. they're they're trying to to feed the division more and more. So oh it'll, yeah, it'll happen. Their agendas always follow through, and they always get what they want. So we'll be at war if that's what they want.
0: Yeah, that's what they want. That's what they'll get. And here's what we'll give them.
3: Why don't you go fuck yourself, dickhead? You are our country, 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 country.
1: Yeah, man, my favorite time of the week.
0: Hell yeah! Who do you, I'll let you go first? Hmm. I have one right. Time on. of
1: the week. I know that. I mean, you can't say Fetterman, though.
0: No, I'm not. I'm not.
1: Okay. Because um, yeah, we just barely mentioned him. We talked about some pretty in depth. I'll say, uh, you know, since we talked about it, that there towards the end, I'll say the federal government. I'll never, you know, have a a chance to miss. On calling them collectively as the cunt kind of the week, just because what's going on right now is sad, man. It's horrible. So, uh, yeah, cunt kind of the week goes to the federal government All right, for fucking us every single day.
0: I, I like that, and I will kind of see you on the same page, and uh, I think it's going to be his fourth time as cunt of the week. Vivek Ramaswamy. Ramaswamy. So yeah, ramen noodle, ramen noodle, and uh, he's not as good and tasty as ramen noodles. I'll tell you that much right now. Do you get
1: the the Maruchin ones or whatever they're called, like the ones with the white uh, Asian looking kid, white face, black hair, licking his mouth?
0: Um, basic ramen noodles. Yeah, the, uh, we we have Marucha, Mar- Mar- whatever that is, and then Nissin. Nissin's another brand that we have out here. Now we do have other ones that are like more ethnic, uh, with Chinese writing on it and shit. I, I want to try some of them because they, they look like they have some good hot and spicy ones, but yeah, the yeah. basic, you know what I mean? I'm not going to lie. I put in a Sam's club order for some toilet paper and, uh, I might may or may not have, I cannot confirm or deny this, but I may have put in on that order a 24 pack of Nissen cup noodle. So it's cup noodle.
1: Yeah. You can put the toilet paper. You can break it up and put it into your pasta so that you don't have to wipe after you're shitting.
0: Oh, that's violently a good idea. That that's a good idea.
1: I can't eat that stuff, dude. I tried to eat some the other day. It made me feel like shit all day. Yeah, it's wild.
0: Yeah, I think Roy said the same thing. I was eating a cup of noodle a week or two ago. He's man, the last time I ate that, that tore me up for days. I can't eat that shit. I'm like, huh? I grew up on it. <laughs>
1: It didn't make, like, it wasn't, like, making me shit. It just made me feel, like, full all day. Yeah. Like, well. my body wasn't able to see what the fuck was going on. It was just like, don't ever feed me this again, so I'm not.
0: Right. Well, I think that's what they're kind of designed to do, Fill you, be a filler. You know what I mean? It's kind of like uh human version of dog food, like cheap dog food, where they just put the fillers in there to make them f- feel like they're full. You know what I mean? Oh, hey, MSG. Yeah.
1: Have you seen Manchurian Candidate, the one with Denzel Washington? Long time ago. Yeah, that's what he eats. Like he's like addicted to those. Okay, because of his mind control.
0: Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, I mean, I Pretty forgot interesting. about that. The cup of noodles. Yep. Yeah. Pretty well, wild. Well, thank you for joining again, there, Mister Right Lip, uh, the radical one, uh, for the lunatic Left Lip, and uh, the Bean. We need to get a Bean of the Week back. Uh, we'll have to reach out and see. Anybody wants to uh, come on as Bean of the Week? There's a couple people that I I know that said that they'd like to, so we'll reach out to them. It's always nice having a uh, someone in in the middle of the the hood, so to speak, yeah. too, to get. Their and we, we,
1: you know, we have to end every show saying, you know, Conspiracy Underground News Team, a lip above.
0: Yes, so we are the Conspiracy Underground News Team. We are a lip above, and with that, we will see you next Tuesday.